Crazy Girl Products carries unique pheromone-infused products that scientifically make you hotter and feel more confident. I love their new After Dark line, especially their Lip Nip Tingle. To find out what that means, go to crazygirlproducts.com, use coupon code EMILY25, and get 25% off your purchase when you buy something at crazygirlproducts.com. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. The women know about shrinkage. Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com, where you can listen to all of our podcasts, and you can sign up for our mailing list so you never have to miss another thing again that I have to tell you about sex and relationships and stuff like that. I don't send out too many you know, email blasts, but when I do, they're really good. So sign up for it. Um, I'd love to stay in touch with you. And I'm giving information to improve your sex life because that's why I'm here on the planet. That is my purpose on the planet. It took me a long time to figure it out. But once I figured it out, I was like, this is my purpose, to help everyone have better sex. I'm here with Anderson tonight. Hey, Emily. Hi, Anderson. I'm, I'm laughing, uh, thinking about that statement about how your purpose is here to make sure that people are having better sex. Right. Or more sex or the sex they want. Because the purpose of sex is children, but you're not doing that. I so know. So it's kind of funny. The irony. I like it, though. The irony is because I'm not doing children. I'm not, no, I'm not doing the children thing, but I think that the problem is that a lot of people have children, and then they stop having sex or they stop ha- experimenting sexually. So I think that I help people with sex from virgins to, you know, married people like you. Married moms. You're welcome to ask me okay. anything that you want about um, sex tonight, about your own sex oh, life. Oh, I can? Yeah. Thanks. You're Emma. welcome. You're on it. You're on it. So Anderson, if you've been listening for a while, he um, we, we work together on Loveline. He's a sound engineer. Is that your sound engineer? Yeah, I'm technical? like technical producer. Technical producer of Loveline, which is a long-running radio show, which I also am on Thursday nights uh, with Dr. Drew Mike Catherwood. If you ever want to download that podcast, it, you can do that as well, but not before mine. And Anderson's podcast. The Film Vault. Yep. The Film Vault. Thursday nights are always the best on Loveline because we get to hang out with the M, with the sex with the M. I know. Sex with the M. I love being here on Loveline. Oh, my God. So tonight... I have the best. Um, I have so Mike Catherwood because he had a um, on Loveline. He had a baby, and I brought him the best baby present. A few you, things. You can tell us what it is. Yeah, I can tell you. I can tell you like ahead of time because it's not happening until later. So I bought him. I think because you know me, I only give sex presents. So I I went Careful. to the, what. It's for a baby. It's no, sex I know it sounds wrong, but like, dude, what am I getting? A onesie? How many onesies does that fucking kid get? So I got him. It's so Mike. So you know, Fleshlight, right? They make the Fleshlight, the masturbation Jesus. thing. They have this new thing that they just launched next last week. And if you want one, I'll bring you one too. It's called the Fleshlight Phone Strap. So basically... You can it, you wrap it around your leg like with Velcro, and it's designed to secure your phone so you can masturbate well with like both hands. So he could like hold the baby and masturbate. Is that sick and wrong? Or he just has hands free? What? I don't. Please explain okay, the contraption because I'm okay, confused. Okay, so it goes around your leg like this. See my leg? It t- it goes it's around like your where leg a gun with Velcro, would like be. a gun holster, okay. and then it holds your smartphone because a lot of men hold their phone and surf porn, and we know Mike likes to jack off. So then, if you're like laying down on like a couch, yeah, you can he's have got your both hands up. free. Exactly. He doesn't have to hold the phone and his penis. He can hold the baby and his penis. Not this that is he terrible. Should... <laughs> he's having a threesome. Essentially, no. I hope he doesn't masturbate with his penis. But I thought it'd be funny. And then I got him a big black 
you know how he likes black he's obsessed with black penises it's yes. an ex- penis extender I got it from the hustler store on sunset it extend it looked like he can make his penis look like a black penis like is it so you put it over your penis yes okay it's kind of funny yeah, yeah. You're not, you're not excited. And then I got him a book. Whatever. I thought it was funny. No, I like this. Believe me. I, but, I like the idea of Mike being naked with a giant prosthetic I just thought it was penis. funny. A black penis and, and a phone strap. But if anyone wants to check it out, go to Fleshlight. Go to my website, actually, and click on the Fleshlight banner because it is the number one uh, selling sex toy for men. Men's male sex toy. And they, um, they're awesome because it feels like it's real sex. Explain, anyway, the point you, is you explain a penis extender to me, though. What, what it, is like, that? It, like it goes over your penis. So I went to the Hustler, so the Larry Flint building today. Right, right, right. And I met with them, and they they have all these toys everywhere because they also have the Hustler stores, like that big one on Sunset. I uh, I wheeled him into his uh, stu- into the studio once when he was on Loveline because he's in a wheelchair, and as everyone knows, and and uh, he, we had him as on uh, as a guest on Loveline years How, and years. Really? Ago. Okay, yeah. I just met him. Okay, yeah, he's. Oh, so he was there. Yeah. Well, the last time I was there. He's like, ah, let's see if Exactly. Snatch. He didn't say much, but I gave him some massage candles and some ball lotion, but he didn't say sure, much because he, he didn't talk that. really well. But anyway, so they were, they have these crazy huge black, their whole room was like these big black dildos. And I just was like, oh my God, this would be so perfect for, for Mike. So, because I like to get him funny things. And you know what? Even when people get married or have kids, I always get him sex presents because that's how I feel like you always need a little sex toy or something. So um, that's – is that what you were asking me? Oh, about the yeah, penis. I'll never, show you the extender. I never heard of, of a an penis extender. extender. That's so. black because he's obsessed. Mike texts us pictures in the middle of the show of big black penis. He just is obsessed with them. Now, the idea is Probably you put he doesn't it have one. on your erect yes, penis and Yes, it'll look like he has a black penis. wife with it. Yeah, exactly. Like and you can wear – yeah. Get no sensation as a man. You just have the uh, you can look and it right. looks like you have a giant dick. Exactly, as you're banging isn't your that wife. funny? Yeah, it's yeah. funny. It's yes. lighthearted. Whatever. What did he need? Another like you know mobile for the baby room? No, that's boring. I'm not a boring person. So okay. So then this show today we are going to get into your emails because I love hearing from you at feedback at sexwithemily.com, and we're going to be talking about mismatched libidos, virgin sex, someone who's got a hard time coming ejaculating, uh, manscaping, and a few other things when we got there. So that'll be good. So how's your week been, Anderson? Yeah, it's been great. Yeah? It's been fantastic. Anything new happen that I need to know? Nope. My wedding ring is breaking. It's (gasps) falling apart. What does that mean? I don't know. Is it a sign? Is it cheap? No, it wasn't. It's stressful, and I haven't even told the wife Oh, do you, like, twist it around a lot or something? It's, like, supposed to be tungsten, and it's chipping and falling apart, and she spent a lot of money. I know how much she spent on it. Really? But you should take it off so you don't lose it. I know. I'm worried. Well, go to a jeweler. I That's did. Important. They said they said you should take it back to whoever sold it to you and yeah. buy one from us. There's nothing we can do. Oh, That's take what they it said. back to where you bought it. That's a good point. I'll take you it back to totally the internet. That. To the interweb. I know that's the problem with the interweb. You can't like actually go in and talk to someone. Um, but my week has been good. I actually did. I'm actually trying to get out more because all I'm doing is working. And I'm like, I've been in LA a year and a half. And people are like, you never go out. You don't do things. And I think that too. So last night I hosted, I, I was the celebrity judge at this, it's called Body Storytelling. And there were six stories. T- I was the judge with Nina Hartley, who you know, who's been on the show. And people got up and told the craziest, raunchiest stories, like for 10 minutes, each six people, 10 minutes. And I was a judge. And people were like telling the cr- like, things that you wouldn't even like want to remember that you did in bed. They were telling Give us an stage. example. Like for an example is this woman was telling, talking about how she was at a nudist camp and she was supposed to be swingers. And she, the last day she's like, no one hit on me. But then this guy who looked like Sammy Hager comes in her room like 10 minutes before she's leaving. And he whips out of his bag these dildos that you that have like suction cups that you suck a suction cup on the wall I know what those and are. he puts it in the bathroom and he just starts having anal sex like putting it in him side him and then he after he's doing that and he's like 
having sex with it, like in his anus. He puts one next to him, and then she just fuck it. I'm here, and she starts having sex with it. Like she's all into it and physical and crazy. I know it sounds. It, you got to see the show. They this were all. Chick was not attractive, was she? No, not. I don't want to say unattractive or not. But like people were talking about, like the first time they like asked him out. I mean, crazy stuff. Really dirty, fun body storytelling. That was fun. And I got new interns. Okay, and I know everyone's like, "Why do you have so many people?" But it's been wonderful because they are actually helping me now, so I can go out and do things. And last night it was great because a lot of my people who listen to the show, I don't get to meet them all the time, so I got to meet them when I was out and about, and it was fun. You look very well rested. I do. You look perky. Yeah. I am perky. I've been trying to sleep, although I'm still a little sick. I, I've been sick for months, but not really. But yes, I'm perky. I'm sleeping. I'm trying to take care of myself. I'm drinking hot chocolate. Now I figured out how to work the hot chocolate machine in the back. I just wanted you to know that if you're worried about that. So the awesome thing also about the interns is that so we do this thing. And so everyone knows we haven't done this in a few years because in San Francisco, I always had interns. But here we have we do this thing called intern sex toy review days. So they're all young and they haven't really experienced much with, you know, sex. It's so funny because in my office you walk by the door and it says sex with Emily because I'm in this new office in Hollywood that like there's a bunch of other offices around there and so I gave them all you know candle on the first day and Emily and Tony massage candle and so this one one of my interns has a um a boyfriend and she came in the other day and she's like oh my god it was amazing I used it with him and she's like it was like that we've been together four months and I haven't brought anything like kinky or even though it's not even kinky but and he, she's like, I want to give you a massage. He's like, let me do it to you. And she said it was such a big, like it opened up their relationship in a way because it was like something new, like a massage. And, you know, it's kind of, you know, you pour the wax on your partner. And she said it was really, really sexy. And she feels like she's already learned a lot being an intern after just like the first week because I gave her a massage candle. So I actually feel good about that. And I gave her a vibrator. So being my intern, if you want, be my intern, email me. But they get good stuff. What so, do these uh, interns of yours tell their parents back in Iowa? I don't know exactly. I don't know what they tell them. But, you know, I'm legit. I'm a doctor. She works for Dr. Sex. It's not like it's so bad. But I love watching them all open up. Like even Lauren, who's my assistant now, when she was my intern, like, you know, she was like 19. I was giving her sex toys. I mean, it's, you know, they were all learning about their sexuality. Some of them never had orgasms before. So it's a fun journey. But they, she loved the massage candle. And um, if you always have heard me talk about this and you love me and you like the show which is free for all of you and I have to make a living you, these candles are aromatherapy they smell amazing and you pour it on your partner it's not oily or sticky or waxy it's like you know warm oil she, she brings them in for us every now and again emilyandtony.com and you use coupon code Emily what for 20 off do you want more? For I have more. And you brought you brought some in the other day, and I was trying to steal one. From, oh, I have one in my car for you. And uh, you wouldn't believe. I mean, uh, how upset she got did when I she saw that Lindsay? I was trying to did steal one. Did I give one. one to Lindsay? I'm just saying that these things are coveted. I know you guys love them. I I, I have more in the car for you guys because we ran out. I mean, it's been amazing. So, if you love me and you want to do a good gift, do that. Okay. So, um, I've got a little bit of sex in the news going on here. Just want to tell you some things that's happening. Oh, one more thing I have to mention. I know, you guys. But listen, if you're in Los Angeles, I'm hosting an event. I'm I'm facilitating an event on Wednesday, April 30th, which I guess is next week from 639. It's actually in my office space in Hollywood. And it's really cool. It's called Hacking the Screen, How a Math Genius Hacked OkCupid and Found Love. Did you hear the story about this guy? It's the craziest friggin' story. Chris McKinley, he's a 35-year-old mathematician. He was one of about 40 million Americans looking for rom- romance online. He went to every website couldn't couldn't find love and he hacked into OkCupid and he found his perfect match like he found this woman he hacked into it to find her and now they're married 
And he released it to the press, and he talked to OkCupid and said, I hope you don't sue me for doing this. And now he's like, there's been all these press written about him. But like, He should be hired by them, right? Uh, exactly. Like, he hacked it. So it's funny. So if you guys, it'll be on my Facebook page, Sex with Emily, or my website, and you can find more details about that if you want to come see me and say hi. It'd be a fun event. Wait, what? what he... Who who uses hacking technology to find a mate? You know That's what I mean. That's what's so amazing. You should be draining bank accounts and then having whoever he wants. I know exactly. Well, right, exactly. But clearly, he really he probably does that too. But he really wanted to find love. He went from ninety percent incompatibility rate to women to over twenty messages a day. How he used bot bots to trick the system, plus get real world data tips from leading sex experts um, and stuff like that. And you can hear a story how he hacked it and found true love. The woman that he found that he targeted, he actually is married to. So that's kind of amazing. It's very cute. Very cute. Very good story. But yeah, you'd think he would do it for like laundering money or something. But um, okay, here's a little bit of sex in the news. A Tennessee woman named Dallas Archer, 19, was getting booked for driving with a suspended license. Right after the police pulled her over they found a gun in her vagina yes yeah, it was in her vagina I heard about this. did you yeah the gun was found when an officer noted an unknown object in archer's groin two female officers took her to the bathroom found a four inch north american arms 22 lr revolver in the young woman's vagina turns out the gun was stolen from a man named john souther he's and, old uh, too he's like 70 exactly and it was loaded what she what are people insane if she, if she contracted and had an orgasm, she might have been able to pull the hammer back. And- well, but why would you drive around with a loaded – because she was afraid they, they were pulling her over and she just stuck it in her vagina and ouch and it could go off or people – she dro- I mean, people are crazy. But I thought that was important, sex in the news. I don't, don't mind crazy dudes. I don't like to hear when you ladies are crazy. It makes me feel creepy. I don't like it. You know what I mean? Really? You'd rather hear about a crazy dude? I'd much rather a, a dude have a four-inch uh, uh, gun up his ass than a nice little lady having a gun up her – Vagina, yeah, for sure. It's just a little bit disturbing. So let's hope that you all uh, don't 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 do that. The best part though is the old dude, the the guy that owns the gun. He's taking it back. He's like, yeah, I'll just put a little bleach on it. It'll be fine. Seriously, yeah. Okay, so I don't know the rest of it. And she got arrested, obviously though. Um, Okay, so here's another thing I want to talk about. So because this actually got interviewed by the New York Post about this the other day, and I want to know what you think of this because I I didn't I needed to know if you do this too or if this is more of a dude thing. So did, did you hear about Lindsay Lohan? Um, she leaked her very real sex list, who she slept with. Did you hear this? It was in the news. No. So she confirmed it. She has the show on Oprah's network, on the own network, that she has a sex list of all the guys she slept with. And it was leaked to the press. Like, I thought or, it was a lot of ladies. Well, but Doesn't she, she sleep with a lady? Yeah, but this was all like, you know, Orlando Bloom, Zac Efron, James Franco, like all these guys she slept with. And she says it's because... It was her inventory because she's an AA or whatever. It was the fifth step. She had to write it down. And someone stole the list and, like, leaked it to the press. She slept with, like, 15 dudes in Hollywood, right? And she's really bummed about it that the, the thing got, you know, that her sex list got released because she wasn't her fault. Who knows what the hell happened? Because it's also a story that she was just bragging to her friends about it. So the question I got asked by the New York Post was, do, you, do people really keep a list of everyone they've slept with? And do you keep count? Like, did you ever in your life make a list of people you slept with? Like, write pen to paper? Yeah. I do that with movies. Oh, okay. I don't do it with people I slept with. Right. Even when you're younger? When I was younger, I had it in my head, and then, you know, you get to the then point you where you kind of lose count. count. Yeah. yeah, exactly. See, that, I, that's what I said. I said, I think it's a young thing, but I had this tragic breakup when I was like, this wasn't why we broke up, other things. When I was like 25, this guy, I was dating, I was at his house and he was gone to work I was about to go to work and I opened up the drawer I'm not a snooper I opened up the drawer to get a piece of paper and I pulled out his notebook so I opened up a notebook and inside of it was a list of all the women he slept with 
And I was not the last name on the list. We'd been dating a year. So after that name was his boss, his massage therapist, and someone else. So I'm like, oh my God. It was sequential too because like his ex-girlfriend was the name before me. And I'm like, what? A, oh my God. It was idiot. Like douchebag. Like I can't believe that he keeps his list. And like then I found out he was cheating on me and all this stuff. Isn't that crazy? Tell me what happened when you confronted him. So I confronted him and I freaked out. I was so upset. I was like, I can't believe you slept with your boss. Like when? He's like, when well, we were on that China trip because they did this trip to China. And I just like freaked out, like broke up with him. And then we got back together. And oh, wait, so I he didn't deny? I was hoping he that he'd deny. try and come up with some kind of crazy Like, oh, no, that was story. before yeah, or yeah. something. No, he didn't. Like, I'm dyslexic and I wrote it out of order. But, yeah, he didn't deny it. But but he was kind of a sex, son of a sex addict. But we had really great sex. Not a sex addict, but like he was kind of very sexual. And at the time, I had just gotten back from traveling for a year. I went like backpacking through Southeast Asia. And I actually hooked up with other people when I was traveling. And I told them when we're gone, we should see other people. But this was when I was back, this all happened. But so then she asked me, is this a common thing? And I just don't know. I'm wondering if people actually really keep a list. Like I know when I was younger, I was counting and I was like, I really want to keep my number low. And maybe when people get married at a young age, they can remember. But I was just wondering if you keep it. Because they asked me that. I'm like, I don't know. I think young people I think there's a certain type of person that absolutely does. And I think there's a lot of them, probably. I'm too busy. I don't remember everyone. No, I'm kidding. I haven't slept with that many. It's like three. No. Um, okay, so adamandeve.com quizzes Americans on oral sex importance. Because, you know, oral sex is one of my favorite topics. Just over 73% of the men polled and 60% of the women polled said they believe giving and or receiving oral sex is an important part of sex. 26% of the men and 40%, 40% of the women polled said oral sex is not important to them. Which is interesting because it's forty percent say it's not important. Twenty six. So men love blowjobs. We know that, right? Except for that twenty six percent who can't achieve orgasm with it. A That's, lot of them got. A lot of guys can't. Yeah, I think those are probably the guys that don't think it's important. No, but I think it's like our guest last week uh, who said that he was just getting blowjobs from people who couldn't do it. He was like sleeping with 22-year-olds. And he was like, I've had bad blowjobs. That's why I don't like them. I'm like, you need to get a killer blowjob from someone who knows what you're doing and then you'd, you'd have, probably have an orgasm. You're not going to like this probably, but I've kind of realized that uh, in my exploits when I was younger that the better looking, the broad, the worse the blowjob. This is what everyone says because they're so good looking they just rest on their laurels and they just sit there and look pretty. Is that really true? And I think smart ones do it bad, too, because they don't want to have to do it. No. Yeah. I, I had a girlfriend a, a, admit that to me. She said she gives bad massages and bad blowjobs because she's lazy. And then and were she you like, I'm a bad ask. boyfriend, yeah. you're dumped? Did you dump her? Oh, yeah, she's long gone. Dude, I mean, really, like, I don't understand why women don't like blowjobs. I don't understand why men don't like oral sex. It's such a giving, like, you have to, it's all about enthusiasm and being into it. And I believe that, like, men who say they don't like it haven't gotten one that blew their mind. And women who don't like oral sex, I believe... For some women, there's pain. They don't like they, like it. Really feels uncomfortable to them. They'd rather have sex. But for a lot of women, I think they have some like body image issues. Maybe they feel like they don't. You know, men don't really want to be down there because there's a lot of guys who want to perform oral sex on women, and they're like, no, no, no. And again, it's like the same thing I've been saying. I'm sort of on this whole kick lately that there's a lot of sexual acts I believe that people say they don't like. For example anal sex oh I had a bad experience once or people have bad experience with oral sex a lot of men don't like performing on women because they had someone with poor hygiene and so I think if you've had one bad experience like you know some women had bad experience with anal sex so some guy just shoved it in without lube that if it's something that you're curious about I don't think you should write it off your list for the rest of your life I believe that you can actually try it again but you know do it right this time like have anal sex but do it with lube do it slowly do it with someone you trust or if you know you went down on someone and she 
wasn't whatever into it or the hygiene thing, make sure to you know, take a shower beforehand. I mean, I think that people can learn to like it. And women who don't like blowjobs, I just don't understand. I believe that, you know, you don't have to swallow, but be enthusiastic. you got to be into it. But if a woman's not enthusiastic, don't you think enthusiasm was like the most important thing about not, a Not over-enthusiastic, though. That's what do you way mean? worse. then she looks like a porn star? When what? there's like a lot of head moving. I think that your guest last week was talking about how that was a problem as well. Like Where... When you're messing, when you're moving around like, too much. Like, you know, if I watch these acts, like, uh, on the internet or something, like, if she's, like, really overdoing it and, like, a bad actress, and I've had it actually happen, too, where they're, like, trying to get into it, but you can tell that it's, like, motivated by... Uh, but porn? Yeah, but it's not real. It's not organic. Right. It's it like, be, I'm getting get so into this, and they're making noise and stuff. It's like, all right. I'm teaching a blowjob class. You should, like the uh, Amy Dick store. did. Exactly. I'm going to do it at the Hustler store in L.A., um, the one on Sunset, which is a beautiful... I'm, I just talked to them about it today, because... Here's the thing. I feel like lately people, women, there's a lot of women I know who in their 20s, whatever, they're learning from porn and they're not doing it right. And there's just some very simple tips because I believe that I do give a killer blowjob. I know a lot about oral sex. I know what men like. I know how to do it. And I feel like I should share this with the world. And it's hard to, for me to explain on the show. So I have to show. I don't think I'm going to have a penis there actually. But carrot. you know what I mean? What Maybe are you going to use? Haven't thought about it yet. Maybe big one of those uh, dildos that I'm giving Mike today. I don't know. But um, yeah, oral sex. How do we get in that? Oh, oh, because the Adam and Eve poll. So I think that's interesting. So oral sex can be a fun, wonderfully satisfying part of sex. And they just say they encourage people to, you know, have sex. But also, if you like adamandeve.com, they're awesome. You can go there and they have this amazing deal. Use coupon code EMILY. We've had a deal with them for a long time, but people love it because like it's like 50% off and you get free gifts and all this stuff. So if you want a sex toy, you can go to there and use coupon code EMILY and you get some great free shipping and all this stuff. Okay, let's get into the emails. Let's do it. How about that? Okay. Wait, the Adam and Eve stuff, when it gets shipped to your house, it's discreet, right? Totally yeah. discreet. It's totally you gotta discreet. you got to say that part. Okay, sorry. It's discreet. It doesn't say, like, Adam and Eve, your big giant dildos inside. And, and it, it's, it's, it has, like, an x-ray of no, the, but on they the outside, also, like, like a blueprint. Right, but they also throw in, like, I'm telling you, it's so funny because people, you know, I've got thousands of podcasts on iTunes that people should subscribe to. Well, there's only hundreds up now, but I have 2,000 of them in my archive. But people go back always. They're always discovering my old shows, and they keep using this coupon code because it is, it's a really good deal. And um, you get free shipping. You get, like, a three free gifts. You get, like, all this stuff, and it's very discreet. So uh, check them out. Um, and, yeah, discreet because no one wants to know, like, hey, your, you know, vibrator arrived. You got to be discreet with this stuff. Emails. Emails. New hair on penis. That's the title of this one. Emily, my wife and I are very sexual, love pleasing each other, whether it be teasing, foreplay, massage, or sex. I'm a believer. I'm making sure that I'm groomed downstairs so that getting head is enjoyable for myself and so that my wife doesn't have to pull hair out of her mouth. Recently, I started to grow hair on the shaft of my penis. I'm nervous to take a razor to it because I don't want to grow more. Uh, my wife says it's fine, but now I'm a little self-conscious. I can't use some of my sex toys now because some of the hair gets caught, making it less than pleasurable. Love listening to a woman's side of the pillow. Thank you for all the advice you give. Keep up the great work, JR. So my question for you, Anderson, since you're the only one here on the show with a penis, did you ever get hair on your shaft? Is that... Not yet. Okay. That that's, might happen. Let's so hope... Uh, I I'm okay there. That's, okay. that's horrifying. I feel bad for the guy. Well, you know, you get older, you get hairs where you don't want them, you lose the hairs where you do want them. He doesn't say how high, how high up, though. Like, I know. It, like on the head? I say shave it. And here's the thing, JR, you, um, you say you don't want more to grow. That's actually a myth. People think that the more they shave, that it's going to grow back thicker. But that's a myth. That's not true. That's why, like, a lot of women are like, oh, the more you shave your legs, like, we were, like, grotto- we were 
brought up learning that. And that's not true. So you could shave it. Just be careful. That's not a problem. You could also pluck it if it's just a few hairs. Pluck it. And then use some like, you know, um, some after. Actually, Anthony, Anthony Anthony.com, my partner in Emily and Tony, has great products for after, you know, razor burn or whatever. Careful though. That could hurt. That could hurt a lot. What if you you tweezed your penis? Yeah. When you put aftershave on after you shave, it's like really super sensitive. It's like alcohol. You're right. Well, just be careful with it. But I would And I wouldn't use Nair. I won't use any no chemicals. Nair. No, don't use any chemicals. I think plucking. Yeah, I think pluck, you're onto something. I think you should pluck or you could try to shave, but be careful. But I th- I understand because he's probably using a penis ring or something that, that, that cuts. He says he's, it says it like gets caught. And yeah, I know. It's the rubbery. Fleshlight? He could be using a flashlight for oh, that's exactly Ow. right. See, that would hurt if it's pulling the hairs up and down. Look at me, I'm doing the the flashlight thing. People are freaking out over the flashlight, by the way, the stamina unit, because it, it actually helps you last. I've just because all my listeners have been like emailing me about it that they're buying so many of them. Because the stamina unit helps you last longer in bed, so you're masturbating anyway, and you last longer in bed because you're training with it and it feels like you're actually having sex. So that's it. Sexwithemily.com. Go to the Fleshlight banner. Click on it. You get discounts. You get the thing. But yeah, I would just say don't trip on it. I would say you could even – this I don't know, but you could maybe get it lasered. I, the penis I know is sensitive, but like I got lasered down there. Not like – Like so you're done forever? Forever. Really? Not the whole thing because I didn't want to get it all gone because what if the bush comes back? So I thought I don't want to get my entire thing lasered, but I got like important parts lasered that might – you might think are super sensitive, but it actually doesn't hurt. And it's worth it for a lifetime. But for now, just start plucking, shaving, play around with it, and that's what you should do. Because manscaping is important. Do you manscape? A little bit. What I do don't have that? to. I don't have a whole lot of hair going on. I'm no, okay. you don't? Yeah. Okay, good. Thanks for all that information. Sure. Mismatched Libidos. Emily, first of all, I love your podcast and all the great advice you give. You sound like such a fun person, and I hope to meet you one day. She is. I'm super fun. My question is, how do people in relationships with opposite sex drives make it work? My wife and I have been married for seven years and together for nine. We have two great kids and have a great relationship other than sexually. I have a very high sex drive and my wife could go without it for months at a time. I've been open with her trying to find out what works for her and if there's more that I need to do to turn her on. She insists that I turn her on and that I hit all the right spots when we do have sex and that the foreplay is great for her. It's just that the sex is so rare and it's really hard to deal with. I don't want to get upset with her, but it feels like I'm begging for it. And when she says she, when she does says yes, it's almost like she's agreeing just to shut me up. Please help. Sign Kevin. P.S. I would love to try the fleshlight and let you know how it works for me. Any chance you still have some to give away or any recommendation of a clitoral, vib- clitoral vibrator to surprise my wife with? Okay, first of all, he's talking about mismatched libidos. This is one of the most common questions I get asked is, you know, what do we do? You marry someone or, you know, you're with someone for a while. And, of course, the first year, year and a half, you both want sex all the time. You're ripping each other's clothes off. Then you get married. You have kids or whatever happens. You're together a long time. And eventually someone wants more sex than someone else. And the problem is it's hard to work this out beforehand because you don't really know that it's going to happen. So, I would say to you that I I love the idea of trying to surprise her with things and spicing it up. Just like my intern said, like bringing a candle, like it was the simplest thing, like these massage candles that make you, you know, it's just like giving each other. First of all, massage is a great gateway to intimacy. Who doesn't want a massage? So maybe your wife, maybe she's busy, she's working, she gets home, she's stressed, and the, the sex is the last thing on her mind. Unlike men who you guys can be ready for sex in like 
zero to 60. So maybe you could say, honey, I'd love to give you a massage tonight. Instead of like begging her for sex or making her feel guilty about it, if you relax her, one of the biggest killers of women's sex drive is that they're stressed out or that they have other things on their mind. And so if you get her place where you're like, honey, I just want to give you a massage. I got you this great, for example, massage candle. Not to push my, you know, massage candle, but they do feel friggin' amazing because it's warm coconut oil on your body and it's not messy or sticky and you could give her a massage and it smells amazing. It's aromatherapy or you could just give her a massage with massage oil. I don't care how you do it, but that's how you could relax her and just say, I just want to give you this and then see, you know, see how it goes from there. Like don't, the more, I feel like the more that guys directly like you, you don't do this enough or a woman thinks that every time you look at her, you're, you're walking with a boner, you're expecting sex, she's going to want it less. But if you can ease her into it by making her feel comfortable and relaxed, she might want it more. Now, also, this is something that you guys could even, you know, talk about. There has to be some compromise in the relationship because you're, it sounds like you're already getting really frustrated, Kevin. So, you know, find out, you know, what else she could do. Like if there's like a compromise of how many days a week, you you know, do you want it five and she wants it one? Um, you know, maybe you have to make the, the, the date night for sex. I mean, I know people are always like, I don't want a calendar sex. It's so boring. But the truth is, if you know that you're having sex on Tuesdays and Saturdays, then she's not feeling anxious that every time you come home, you're going to try to whip your penis out and stick it inside her. And she knows that it's like a date. So that's not a bad idea either. Um, and I love the idea of getting her a clitoral vibrator because clitoral vibrators during intercourse are amazing because as you all know, only 30% of women actually have orgasm during intercourse because the penis into the vagina, PV sex does not give you enough clitoral stimulation. Some of my favorites are the, we know, the Jeju Mimi, Mimi. Also the Lilo makes one called Siri. You can just, cause the thing is she can just hold it in her hand and use it on her as a little vibrator and he could use it too. The Lilo? The Lilo. Does it come with a stitch? L-E-L-O. No. Lilo and stitch? No. Oh, I get it. It's terrible. No, but there's some great ones. So again, since we're talking about Adam Neve, go to adamneve.com. Use coupon code Emily. They get great discounts. You get 50% off the first item. And then also, he wants a flashlight. Should we send him a flashlight? Yeah, you know what? I don't know how open they are with their sex life or lack thereof. It doesn't sound like uh, Maybe he has a flashlight just hanging around and he makes her jealous with the flashlight. Or maybe she gives him a hand. Here's another thing about the flashlight that I love. I'm sort of obsessed with it lately because... I just feel like it. men, there's so many toys for women, but there's not a lot of toys right, for men. there's one for men. One. So if, it, and it's like, why not mix it up? You guys have been using your hands since the beginning of time and it feels like you're actually having sex. So what she could do is, if she doesn't want to have sex, she could actually masturbate him using the flashlight, put some lube in it, feels a little different. That could be kind of fun if she doesn't want to have sex and he still gets off. Right. I don't know. It's a win-win. He can just make her feel superfluous and like, hey, I'm using the flashlight. I don't exactly. need you anymore. And I don't you, need you. A lot of ladies I know, like as soon as they feel like they're not needed, uh, that's when they come around. Exactly. And you can also use the um, special strap for his leg that they just came out with. The um, What is he it He doesn't called? need to be watching porn. He's got a lady right there. Oh, that's what he's got the lady there. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, let's give him one. Lauren, let's write this down. Let's give him a flashlight. You going to give him the beer can one that's a butthole? Uh, no. I wonder. I'm just going to give him the basic flashlight and see how that goes. I want to help him. JR, we're going to give you a flashlight. Happy day. Have you seen the beer can one and it's a butthole? No. I, yes, I think I have that one. <laughs> it's really a beer can? I love the fact that your life is that crazy, that you might have a beer can butthole fleshlight Dude, my, in your property, but you don't know. 
my entire garage is filled. (laughs) I should have a tour of the Loveline staff coming to my garage and looking at all my toys. I actually think I do. You should shoot a video for sure. I know. We've talked about this. I should just shoot a video of my entire sex toy collection because it's pretty hilarious. And I I have it all organized by like clitoral toys, um, condoms, you know, vibrators, uh, candles, sex games, like dice, like the the sex dice. I mean, it's crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just moved to an office, so now all the toys are being shipped to my office, and I'm like freaking out because I have to go to IKEA and get all the storage because I have to like build. It's a small office. I got to build up because like all the toys are coming in now. You gotta like build shelves. And I gotta get shelves. Levels. I gotta like like break down walls. I mean, because the toys come every single day. We got a shipment of uh, of flashlights, which take up a lot of space. We got a. Um, what else did we get? We got a bunch of stuff from, um, um, we got these new, like, Hitachi Magic Wands, of course. We got stuff from Crazy Girl. I mean, it's just insane, my office. And so it's so funny because my building is, like, it's, so it's this office space where people are, like, movie producers and, like, digital artists and, like, web web whatever. And everyone does. And then my, my everyone has a name under it. So it's sex zombie. So people just stop in and they're like, what are you doing here? And then they walk in, like, candles are burning. There's a thing of condoms sitting out there. There's flashlights everywhere. It's pretty freaking funny. I would think that a lot of people think that it's actually sex with Emily. I know. What do you mean? Like you're like a massage parlor. Oh, right, exactly. They're like, can I come in here for like Has a handy? Has anyone poked their head and said, for, uh, what is did it, they happy legalize Andy? this? Exactly. You should have like a little red light in the front. I could have put my company name, my LLC, Chick Flick Productions on the door and you I probably, probably would have fit. I probably should have. But like I'm more sex with Emily than I am my LLC. And what am I going to say? What am I going to do? Okay. And another thing I want to say is that, um, okay, this is what happened to me this week. So um, after my dirty storytelling show last night. I came home and I I know I didn't explain it very well to you all because you can't tell someone's 10 minutes right but it was a pretty really really fun night so I got home and I walking up to my house and there's this guy that I've been seeing oh my god and I was talking to him on the phone and I walked up to my house and there was the most beautiful bouquet of flowers sitting right outside my house and I was like oh you got me flowers that's so sweet and he said no I didn't because I assumed he got me flowers. Who else would get me flowers? They were beautiful. They were lilies, whatever. And it was from this other guy. And um, and it was like this other guy that I kind of know. And he was like, oh, you know, just thought just because that a beautiful woman deserves beautiful flowers. And they are the most beautiful. They're lilies and orchids. And they're my favorite thing. Like those are my favorites and they're gorgeous. But then I felt so bad. So I said it was anonymous and I didn't know who it was from, which I really kind of don't. You know, anyway, this goes out and people can hear this, right? Yeah. Well, I don't think he listens. But listen. So anyway, this guy was super sweet too. Um, but he, but I'm not dating any one person. I just assume that this guy that I'm talking, I'm dating multi. I don't date one person. But this other guy that I barely know left me flowers. So the point is, is it made me so friggin' happy because flowers are the kind of thing that I don't typically buy for myself. But I always like I want a house like when I make a lot of money, I want to be one of those people who gets fresh flowers delivered every week. Okay, so speaking of flowers, okay, let's face it, folks, that sending online flowers is sucks. We've all been burned. Somehow you're like, I'm going to spend $19.99 and then it becomes $74.50 and what shows up isn't what you ordered and then whoever you bought flowers for thinks you're cheap. So they're mostly dead and then you get spam nonstop. So the geniuses at thebooks.com launched a whole new way to send flowers. That's T-H-E-B-O-U-Q-S dot com. Books because they took bouquets and simplified them. The books.com sends flowers straight from sustainable farms located on an active volcano in South America. Wow. Seriously, that's true. In a volcano. So that's weird. And I love it because they're volcano flowers. They have to be amazing. And they charge a flat rate of just 40 bucks with free delivery. 40 bucks. You can send 40 bucks. And Mother's Day is coming. 
I don't. I don't see. How, I really don't see how it's possible they could send people out there on an active volcano to pick the flowers, yes. and it could be so cheap. And they don't even don't charge you it. for the volcano part. They just throw that in. It's like, hey, mom, I got you flowers from Mother's Day, and they're from a volcano. It's like a bonus. So your loved ones get beautiful flowers, and you save cash. So for a limited time, thebooks.com is offering twenty percent off with promo code Emily. So go to the books. That's t h e b o u q s dot com. Click on the shop button on the top of the page and. Send that special summon to Book. Don't forget, order today, promo code EMILY, 20% off with flowers from a freaking volcano. But it made me think about this because I was like, wow, I was so – I don't even know if I like this guy, but it was like the flowers were freaking gorgeous. And it's the kind – the reason why flowers is such a great gift, especially for women, like I don't know anyone who doesn't like flowers. And it is the kind of thing where I'm like, oh, do I really want to spend 20 bucks on my own flowers? So anyway, it's awesome. I just want to tell you about that little thing last night. I've had a good week with men. They get me nice things. I'm okay, Emily, and I don't only date one person ever. Well, okay, right I'm very against monogamy. I'm super busy. Okay, virgin sex. Hi, Emily. I love your podcast. I'm a male age 24. Your podcast has shifted my sexual pleasure from porn to sexual fantasy. My question deals with my virginity. My religion has taught me since I was young that sex slash masturbation outside the bonds of marriage is a sin. I'm still a virgin at the age of 24. I love to masturbate, and I'm trying to figure out... And I'm trying to figure out what I like. I really am ready to finally have sex. But there are so many expectations that shamefully look me in the eye. Uh, What should I do? Signed anonymous. So this is an interesting dilemma. This comes up. A lot of people are raised, you know, they have conditioning from childhood that is still influencing them. Their religion says that sex is bad. If you masturbate, you're going to go blind. And sometimes this strong messaging from religion are so deeply integrated into your belief system that it can be really over, really hard to get over that feeling of shame on your own. So if you're having conflicts with it, I love anonymous, Mr. Anonymous that um, you actually are ready now. But if you feel that it's holding you back, I have to suggest some therapy just to talk it through if you think it's prohibiting you from really going forward. Because I know a lot of guys who actually have sex, but then they end up developing, you know, guilt and shame after it. I know guys who were raised, you know, really religious. And every time they have sex, they're afraid she's going to get pregnant or something bad's going to happen to them. Even though that's not completely conscious, it still messes with them. So I think a little therapy, if you think it's holding you back. You should try that out because then you could get rid of it and not carry it around for your lifetime because you're only, what, 24 years old. Um, I think therapy is good for everyone. But I, if it's, I like that you're masturbating also and figuring, figuring out what you like because it's so important to know your own body before you actually start having sex. And the most important thing that we can all do as sexual beings is to make sure we have the best sex always. Just be relaxed and calm and use protection and use lots of foreplay when you're with your first partner and just don't rush it. I feel like a lot of virgins are like, oh my God, they're so nervous. I have to be perfect. No one's expecting you to be perfect. Just pay attention. Be calm. Breathe. Don't rush into it and make sure that you are taking care of her first. Lots of making out, lots of foreplay, and it'll be natural. And then eventually it's like riding a bike. And just know the first time's not going to be good. Yeah, it won't be good. Was your first time bad? Oh yeah, it's terrible. Like the worst ever. Oh, I think it was pretty bad. Was it like it was like it was like traumatic? Well, right? I almost have like it was the first one was so bad that I don't even know if it was the first one. You know what I mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Like it didn't even really count? I'm not sure it actually ever happened. I was on a tennis court. It was dark. You blocked. We were both it? very drunk and like 13. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Did it you initiate awful. it? I can't. I don't. I don't think I ever made it in. And then the next one was like, uh, you know, you in didn't a make it in because you ejaculated too quickly. No, I, I, I couldn't even like. There's going to be You're performance, 13. performance anxiety. Yeah, there for might sure. be, and you might come really quickly, dude, Mister Anonymous. So just don't have high hopes for it, and yeah. you know that it's going to suck. And once you get one under your belt, uh, it's all you know, 
fine from there. Exactly. And you learn and you learn and you learn and you keep listening to shows like mine and reading and, and just keep educating yourself and and paying attention to what she wants because we know the in and out you're gonna have a, you're gonna orgasm but for women you know play with the breast just slow it down i think that men at a young age who've never had sex they get so excited they rush it really quickly plus i think and i know that i was guilty of this when i was younger once i was done i just thought that it was done yeah, you didn't know. You I didn't, didn't care. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think it wasn't that you I was being know. selfish. You I just didn't, didn't know. know. Yeah. Right, right. So that's like, what, why I'm going to continue to do stuff to her after I'm done. Exactly. And yeah, you absolutely have to. I feel like people in their 20s even don't know this. Like I feel like my sex with guys in the 20s, they were just like, I came and I don't even know that Close it was even an option for her to come. I'm assuming she had a good time because I had a good time. They don't even know that women can have orgasm. They don't you know what I'm saying? They just assume like I felt good, you felt good, let's get some dinner. And and they don't even know about that women need foreplay, they need to warm up, that most women don't actually have not that we don't enjoy sex intercourse without having orgasm. Because because a lot of women do. Like I know women who are like, I'm so pissed I have orgasm. I don't care if I don't from time to time. It's like, oh sex still feels great. However, it's important to be cognizant that Female pleasure, if, if you're not sure that you're, you know, pleasing her and you already came, you got to make sure either take care of it beforehand if you think you're too tired after you come because you want to fall asleep. That happens or you're a lot just of not interested at all anymore. Yeah, then just make sure. And and honestly, if you're like not sure, ask her mutual masturbation, show her what she, you know, ask her to show you what she likes. There's all these things that you can do. Like, especially when you're a virgin, ask her if she's ever had an orgasm. Like, show that you know what you're talking about and say, show me what you do when you touch yourself. That's how you learn the roadmap, the blueprint for what, because every person touched themselves differently. Every woman has different types of ways of touching themselves. Okay. Um, and I love hearing from everybody. So email me feedback at sexwithelmy.com. I just thought I'd be getting so many emails. So I thought tonight is the night that we are going to take care of them. We've got one more. This one is about electric sex. Dear Emily, I just recently discovered your podcast. I love your show. It's very informative, but still has lots of funny bits. I would like to know more about electricity with sex. I've seen some videos on it, but would like to learn more. How safe is it? What kind of pleasure is associated with it? Keep up the good work, Dennis. So have you heard of this, electricity and sex? No. It's like electrostimulation. It's called like erotic electrostimulation. Yeah, exactly. What's no. it called? El- erotic electrostimulation. It's popular in like the BDSM communities, bondage, discipline, sadomasochism. Um, it's recognized in the 50s when people started using a device called the relaxicizer, a device meant to stimulate the muscles on their genitals rather than the designated muscles. So when you're using, they have a lot. I actually have one of these toys. Of it course sends a, Of course. They send a lot. And I actually tried it because I had it for like two years. And I was like, damn, it was one of those days where I was like cleaning out my garage. I'm like, I might as well truck electric shock sacks. Wait, electric do you sac- plug it in or do you, uh, you charge you it? And then you get these little shocks in your vagina or on your penis. And I, I didn't really think that it did, didn't feel, maybe it was just the brand. I don't know. It did, I didn't feel much, but some people get really into it because it's kind of, you know, it's kind of I mean, but it's not dangerous if you're using a sex toy for it. But, um, well, I'll tell you more about it. Lubri- you have to use a lot of lubrication. You have to when using erotic electrostimulation because it helps protect the skin from high-frequency epidermal burning. Water-based lubricant is recommended over silicone because a water-based lubricant will reduce conductivity. I mean, I guess it can be a little dangerous, right? But this toy I had was like totally – it looked like a vibrator. You plug it in. You get these little shocks. You didn't have like the, the big mother – I didn't know. I was like shy. It like barely felt battery. it. It was like it was ecstatic cling or that's, you know, what is it called? The static shock. The static shock. Yeah. So any kind of erotic electrostimulation that creates a current through the chest cavity is d- discouraged. Wait, isn't sex good enough? What are we doing? Dude, you know, Isn't sex some pretty people great? Just, do we yeah. have to like be shooting lightning bolts at ourselves while we're doing it? 
you know, everyone wants, some people just want to up the ante. People do crazy stuff and they're just like, where do I go next? Where do I go next? It would where be such next? an embarrassing way to go. What, to die from Somebody a Somebody comes vibrator? in, yeah, you get the car battery up on the shelf and you're all burnt to a crisp with these electrodes set well, up. You look read like the directions. Don't try this at all. grabe on yourself or something. Um, I know. You're right. You're right. It's not for everybody, but there are some people who want to try different things. So adamandeve.com offers an electroerotic neon wand, generates the same surge of static electricity felt from the shock of a doorknob, comes with four interchangeable glass tips. So again, use coupon code EMILY if you want to get that at adamandeve.com or whatever else you want to get there. You get 50% off the items. But here's the thing. The one I had, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It felt like the shock on a, on a door. It was like... It, was a sh- it wasn't like an, you know what I mean? I'd rather have a vibration. I'd rather vibe than I'd rather have an electric right. shock on my vagina. But there's something for everyone, and I do not judge on this you, show. You close your eyes and you uh, fantasize you're banging the Terminator? Exactly. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's something, there's so many different toys out there. And like, I think it's just for people who want to just try something different because they've tried everything else on the planet. So I might as well do electroshock right. therapy. Next to sounding after that. Next to what? The sounding will come after. The sounding one is that sounding. Mean? That's the that thing that really advanced sexual dudes do with the uh, they put the the, the metal bars in, inside the urethra. Oh right, oh, sounding. Yeah. Oh, Come on, right. you, you, no, I'm sure you have no, a no, sounding no, no, set no. somewhere in your I garage. I probably do. Would you like one, Anderson? I'm because good. Thanks. I can go um, scavenging through through my through my thing and, and figure it out for you through my garage. Um, okay, I think that's all we got for you today. Anything else, Anderson, that you'd like to add to um, the life here at Sex with Emily? Anything you'd like to say? No, oh. that was fun though. Yeah, you had a good, good time. time. Yeah, I yeah. love doing I this with you. It's kind of more chill, and I get to talk to the people. And one more thing, I do have to say is that I've got this survey on my website. It will literally take you three seconds. I will not spam you. You just put in your email address. Are you male or female? That's it. Takes two seconds. And um, go to sexwithemily.com. Click on it. It'll totally help me because I want to know what you guys want. I want to know what you want with the show, who you are, who's listening, and it'll completely help my life. I can do more shows if you answer the survey, and it will take you three seconds. I won't spam you. Please I did do that. one of these with the uh, with the Film Vault with my co-host, Bald Brian, from the Corolla Show, uh, and we did one for the Film Vault like years ago. A survey or a electro-stimulation? Survey. No, we did no electro-stimulation, okay. gutter mind, Yeah. Uh, but we did one for our show, and it was a huge help, and uh, it helped us streamline the show, and we figured out what the listeners wanted, and right. uh, we actually used uh, that information to better the show. Exactly. So, uh, and if help, you, help M out. She doesn't ask for much. Uh, yeah, seriously. I really don't ask for much. And also, if you want to tell me more, because it's really just basic, like, geographic, like, where do you live, whatever. But I also love hearing from you, like, feedback at sexwithemily.com because it's funny because one of my new interns is like she's actually been a fan of the show for a long time and I was actually thinking when I was thinking about the show tonight I was like wait a minute because I've never worked with someone she's like I'm like what do you like what don't you like and I'd love to hear from people who've been listening either to one episode or a hundred episodes what do you like about the show what do you want to hear more of do you like the guest do you not do is there any topics that you think I haven't covered um you can tell me what you hate what you love I, I can take it I'm a mature enough woman. So just let me know. Email me as always, feedback at sexwithemily.com. Thank you, Anderson. Everyone should check out your podcasts, both of them. Yeah, the film vault and the after disaster. I'm very excited about, uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go. I want to come visit you at your new office. Can oh, my God. You that? have to come. Yeah. Right, next week, I want to come, and then I'm going to talk about everything that I saw. You promise you'll come? On the uh, after disaster. Yeah. Oh, you're the best. Yeah, yeah I definitely want to come I and see you. what this little uh, okay. complex is like. And with... then we'll have lunch, and you'll leave with a goodie bag of electrostimulation oh, and flashlight straps. And then okay. all the other people that work in the office building will be like, he just had sex with Emily. Exactly. It's awesome. Okay, thanks everyone for listening to Sex with Emily. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. Sex toys aren't just for women. Go to sexwithemily.com slash fleshlight to discover the best sex toys for men. The fleshlight. A lot of guys say it feels even better than sex, and it helps build stamina, meaning you'll last longer in bed. Go to sexwithemily.com slash fleshlight to see my fleshlight recommendations and get one tonight.
perhaps play a little game called Just a Tip. Just for a second, just to see how it feels. Hey, this is Jordan Harbinger, host of the Art of Charm podcast, the number one dating and relationship advice podcast in iTunes. I'm Emily Morse, host of the Sex with Emily podcast, the number one sex and relationship podcast on iTunes and at sexwithemily.com. And this is Just the Tip. All right, so, you know, a lot of people think, like, all right, you know, you've got these fantasies, keep them to yourself, don't be gross. But I think dirty vault, dirty vault, I think dirty thoughts don't necessarily belong in a vault, right? I mean, there's some benefit to sharing those with your partner. Absolutely. I think it's a great way for couples to expand their sexual repertoire, especially, you know, if guys are getting kind of bored with what they're doing. They can just say, hey, babe, let's just talk about it. Is there anything you fantasize about when you're alone? Is there anything that you um, would like to do with me? I think that having fantas- sharing your fantasies with your partner is really a great way to take the relationship in a new direction. But a lot of times women might feel uncomfortable. They're not going to want to say, tell you, come out and tell you their fantasies flat out. So you might want to say, describe to me a scenario that kind of turned you on. Or what's the most memorable time we've ever had sex? Oh, nice. So you can basically turn it into a like a narrative instead of a... Exactly. Instead of like, like a, a hardcore question. Booth. Right. It doesn't have to be like, you know, I'm thinking of you and your brother together or something. Creepy. All right, well, we'll leave it at that. If you guys want to learn more from The Art of Charm about dating, relationships, and even networking for business, visit us at theartofcharmpodcast.com or check us out in iTunes and follow me on Twitter at The Art of Charm. And check out the Sex with Emily podcast at sexwithemily.com and on iTunes if you want to have the best sex of your life, that is. Also, follow me on Twitter at sexwithemily.